Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Let's Chat Careers Advice. I'm Charlotte Lever and I'm absolutely delighted that we're back in the studio today to film our fourth episode of this season. So I'm really pleased to be joined by Vicky Coe, an audit partner, and Chris Holloway, our Accessibility and Digital Inclusion Manager. So today we're going to be talking about a really important topic, and that is something I think our listeners will be really interested in. So parenthood and leadership. So Vicky, Chris, absolute pleasure to have you in the studio today. We just thought we'd start off by a couple of introductions. So if you introduce yourself first, Vicky. Hello, I'm Vicky Coe and I joined PwC as a graduate 16 years ago into the audit practice. Since then, I've worked across several offices, taken a year out in industry on a secondment and became a partner into Leeds last summer. I'm also the partner sponsor for the firm's Gender Balance Network and I'm mum to two little boys, Benjamin, who is five and William, who is three. And I took a year off on maternity leave with each of them when I was a director. And Chris, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. So I um, I joined PwC um, as an experienced hire around, what would have been about nine years ago. Um, so I was around about 24 at the time. And um, I started the firm within business solutions as a junior project manager. Um, so over the years, I've had a variety of different roles. Um, uh, however, now I am actually a digital accessibility manager in the firm. So I'm, I'm super proud of that. Um, I'm also a co-chair of the Space Network. So my eldest is uh, is Harry, he's 10, and I've got a cheeky little five-year-old <laughs> called Harley as well. So um, they bounce off each other really nicely at home. So, yeah. Fab. Thanks so much, Chris. So you might, if you've listened to any of the podcasts before, that we start by exploring our human moment of the week. But we thought we'd <laughs> turn it on its head today a little bit and think about that in terms of parenthood. So if you could each share um, a human moment that features your children recently. So Chris, I'll start with you. Um, just to kind of touch really quickly on my five-year-old, the moment I've had is, um, I know we're going to cover it a little bit later on and be in mind form in a moment, um, but I was actually on a webinar over, uh, over covid and um, I was obviously presenting and I had my five-year-old, he would have been about four at the time in the background, three or four in the background. And um, I'd gone round a friend's house and they said, we're going to watch your son for you, it's fine. And I turned round to him writing his full name on their cream sofa in Biro. <laughs> so I think for me it was just actually, yeah, you just... <laughs> Did the people on the webinar see? They did. Oh. Yeah, and obviously you have to kind of grin and, yeah, it's absolutely fine. Inside I'm thinking, how on earth am I going to get that off the sofa? <laughs> yeah, he wrote Harley on the sofa, which is brilliant. I so hope it was spelt right. It was. <laughs> and he was very proud of it as well, so I couldn't really sell him off. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Can you top it, Vicky? Well, I had a very human moment the other week. <clears throat> I was explaining to my five-year-old that I had a really busy day ahead. be travelling down to London, lots of meetings, and wouldn't be back until late when he was asleep. And he just turned around to me and said, Mummy, at least you aren't a nurse like Auntie Lizzie. They work really hard and for a really long time all day. And he was referring to my little sister who's a nurse and she's been working some really long hours lately, particularly during the strikes where they haven't had the numbers. Um, but I just thought that was a really excellent dose of perspective for me. So I shuffled <laughs> off to the station quietly and uh, yeah, had my busy day quietly. <laughs> did he ask you about it later or did he just... No, not really. He just kind of... You know, shut me up quite nicely, really. <laughs> Get on with it, mother. Um, great. Thanks both for sharing. Both hilarious stories. And both just shows children bring you back down to earth very quickly, especially around work, don't they? Definitely. Um, 
So Vicky, I mentioned at the beginning and you mentioned in your introduction that you're a partner in the audit practice now, which is fantastic. And I was wondering if you could talk to us about whether being a parent has impacted your leadership or management style in any way. I think it has, because I think being a parent is so life changing. Um, And when I reflected on this question, being a good parent and being a good leader are quite similar, I think. Um, And you want to be a really good role model in both of those things. It's definitely made me more agile. Um, as a parent, you're constantly adapting to change. Um, you know, when you think you've got through one phase, the next phase starts. And um, and I think things that work are never static either. So I think it's quite a transferable skill. Um, I also think there are similarities in creating an environment at home where children feel safe and they can learn and grow, um, which is similar to the kind of environment you want to create at work where people feel they can talk about their concerns, uh, how they're feeling, when they need support. And I think off the back of that, my patience and empathy skills have grown a lot since becoming a parent. And I guess the final point I'd just make is that I, I have started to do the um, the parent test, as I call it quite often. Mm-hmm. So when I'm dealing with particularly difficult situations, um, I will think to myself, you know, if this was my son in this situation and, and you know, had been dealt with in this way, would that feel right? And I think it's quite a good check sometimes. To reflect on what a parent would think about the treatment of their child. Mm. How interesting. That is really... Mm. I can see you nodding there, Chris, as well, to what Vicky's saying. Yeah, it's, it's, it echoes something that um, was actually on one of the webinars that we run internally um, a couple of weeks back around mental health um, for children. And uh, one of the suggestions there was actually have your uh, children tell you how they would um, perceive that for another child. So, for example, if uh, how are you feeling, how would they ask that question? Um, and that's been something I, I've tried to actually do the last couple of weeks as well. So bringing it down to that granular level, that younger level about how you treat in a situation. I guess we do get asked what would a five-year-old do in this situation sometimes, just to think of it in a totally different perspective. So really interesting. Um, fab. Thanks, Vicky. Um, so we're going to move on to a question for both of you now, actually. So um, working parents is brings a massive amount of value to PwC and the firm works hard to ensure that it is well supported and we're going to explore that a little bit further in the podcast um, so that you feel that you can balance home and work life which I know is an ongoing battle for everyone. Could you both share your experience of the support you've received through working at the firm? Chris we'll start with you. I think for us it's it's having that flexibility and sometimes it doesn't quite work out as you expect it to Um, but I think also as well having colleagues that are around you that recognize and understand that things might not always go quite to plan is really important so for me empowered flexibility uh, is something that I've really really benefited from uh, in the firm so being able to to take my children off to their medical appointments for example or perhaps just go to the park with them if they're off um, has been amazing um, but also some of the other things that we have um, so we have uh access to the private medical cover uh, which you can extend off to to your family members as well close family members so uh, both my sons and my wife are on that policy which has been absolutely fantastic for us when we have used that um, but also as well we've got other things that you know we en- enable people to, to tap into so for example space network so the space network is there to help support parents and carers as well to, to help find that balance between Um, who they are outside the firm as well as their commitments internally in the firm as well so they can balance between the two Uh, and we've seen some absolutely amazing support come out of that group uh, especially over the last 12 months around um, single or lone parenting which has been one of those things that 
perhaps we've never really prioritized, but actually it's important. Um, through to um, dads. So we have dads in space as well now. And actually uh, we're having dads freely talking about some of the challenges that they have. So I think the support is really, really crucial. You know, for us internally, if we're not doing that, we're not talking, it really does impact us. Um, and the last thing I promise before we move on is, <laughs> is around, um, uh, it's a bit of a plug for my area actually. So obviously I work at, as a digital accessibility manager and recently what we've done is we've taken one of the tools that we have for literacy support. Um, we've made that firm wide, so that's text help. Um, but actually we've gone one further. So now we offer that out to close family members. Um, so that's PwC directly providing um, assistive technology out to our staff's family, which I think for me is just, you know, especially in our area, just a fantastic thing. So I'm, I'm really proud of that. Amazing. I didn't know we did that as a firm. That's really that's really powerful that we can offer it to people rather than just benefiting internally, that we can offer it to the, the children of our people that work at PwC. Amazing. Some nods from you there as well, Vicky. Some things resonating yeah, I didn't for know you. about that last time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what about for you? What sort of support has been really key for you? So I think the on-the-ground support for me has, has been amazing. Throughout my whole career, I've always had mentors who have been very open about their own parenting and working flexibly and I think when you can see it happening around you um, then that's quite empowering um, and it means that you know if I'm doing the nursery run or the school pickup um, I don't need to to worry and I can stand up myself and explain where I'm going and I think all of those then it, it is good role modeling for, for everybody else as well um, and then the other point I'd pick up is around maternity leave so I felt the real strength of the firm when I was before, during, actually, and after maternity leave in terms of having some really key conversations around my career progression, you know, how I wanted to kind of communicate whilst I was off um, and how I wanted to work coming back because I actually chose to do part-time when I returned after my first baby, which, again, has has been a fantastic experience. Um, So I think, you know, I... I reflect and, and think that, you know, not everybody will have access to that. And it's been so important to me. And I know we as a firm don't won't get it right every time. But actually by ha- opening up the communication channels and having those conversations, it will have a huge impact. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And even as career coach roles, there's so much training around maternity leave and supporting people with families now that I don't I don't remember existing when I first started, but it seems to be even more powerful. Yeah, now. definitely. And I think the key to it is that everybody's going to want different things at different times. You know, what I wanted after my first baby was very different after my second. Yeah. But actually being able to communicate that and, and somebody listen is really important. Yeah. And the number of diaries you go into now where you see nursery pick up at the start or at the end of the day or both. And, you know, it's really useful for someone who doesn't I don't have any children to see that, to be really clear, well, that's time that you can't book over. And I think I think the firm's got more and more open. I think between us, we've all worked for PwC quite a long time. Um, and I think that's got better and better as the years have gone on as well for everyone. Yeah, yeah I completely definitely. agree as well. I, I was going to ask a, a question back to, to Victoria on how you block out your time. Do you put in that perhaps you're on a school run? or? Yeah, so um, typically what I try and do is between the hours of five and seven, I'll be at home if I can. Um, it doesn't happen every day so one or two nights a week that won't be the case but where I can be I'll be at home do bath time bedtime and then I will work in an evening because let's face it we can't go out can we because we've got children asleep <laughs> upstairs so um, I actually just use the evenings to kind of get through as much as I can and um, prepare for the next day um, and then you know 
you don't have to worry about impacting uh, anything else. Um, I, I for me that those two hours are quite important because you know everybody's tired after a busy day and you know you want your mum and dad to put you to bed. So um, I always try and do that if I can. Brilliant. What about for you, Chris? Is it the same? Yeah, I, I echo the same. So I think for us, um, I'm quite fortunate that the, the team that I'm in, most of us have children. They're usually quite you know quite young. Yeah. Um, but what we found is just having that openness about where we're going being trusted i think it's been amazing um but yeah i do put i do actively and they so they call it parenting out loud don't they where they effectively put it so that it's transparent it's open and i think um, that's really important because when you're working with a team you know who maybe aren't going to be at home between five and seven they need to know where you are and you know if there was any emergency they can contact you obviously but actually it's just being open with them as to when where you are not accessible i will typically start quite early in the morning so you know to get the, the full day in um you know m- letting people know that and then if they know they know when you when you're around so obviously chris you've talked about your passion and you've mentioned the space network just for everyone the space network i'm going to define it here as supporting parents carers and everyone isn't it and i think you're the co-chair of that so you've talked a couple of times you've mentioned about that but just want to explore that a little bit more so can you tell us why you kind of are involved in the network and what you gain from being part of it um for us i mean the network is absolutely, you know, it's, it's exploding, which is fantastic. Um, but we're also reaching out to completely different subjects that we never ever expected to come out of the space network in the way that it has done. We've had um, different collaborations with some of the other networks internally as well. So um, some of the gender balance networks, but also um, some of the the Dawn networks, the disability and uh, well-being uh, networks. So I, th- I think for us, um, having those connections is is amazing. Um, how I got involved in space was actually uh, come from obviously beginning of COVID when obviously we're all in lockdown and all of a sudden you found yourself with, uh, in my case, I think it was about a two or three year old and a seven year old. And obviously my wife um, is, uh, she works in the NHS as well. Um, so she was out, she wasn't home, she needed to be on the ward. So effectively it fell down to, to me to support that. Um, uh, we didn't go into furlough, so it actually meant that we really needed to look at how flexible we could be. Um, and I had plenty of moments with uh, my two boys in the background of <laughs> video calls. Uh, and actually, we had an amazing time um, by the end of it. So um, for me, it was kind of looking at, well, that's great, but surely I'm not the only parent at the moment that's going through this. And what can I do to to kind of share some experience or share my feedback so it, it gives me opportunities to to go out and talk to other people about how they can parent slightly differently uh, in the firm and obviously just that support that we can give. So, And is its aim to link parents with parents? What What is it trying to do? I know it does loads of amazing things, but is that its primary aim to support? So it's sort of bringing people together to support each other. So we'll do a few things in there. One is obviously, yeah, that, that general support out to people um so i do get people messaging me directly saying look could you just point me back out because i'm a little bit lost where can i go for some help um nine times out of ten we've actually got a fantastic network i can go that's absolutely fine there we go i might buddy them up with somebody else perhaps that may be in a similar situation or somebody that's been through it so we do offer that support but also what we do is we work with a lot of our benefit providers um, so recently we did uh, a session on children's mental health because we worked with some of our benefit providers. Um, we've also looked at different ways that we can help 
our staff with um, things like child benefit tax and what that looks like because some people especially new parents they've never come up against that before so it's providing that knowledge back out and yeah I think for us it's just listening listening to people it's really really important um so moving on to kind of the final question one of my favorites actually um is the advice that you'd give your past the past version of yourself so thinking back 10 years ago um what advice would you give yourself so vicky you first so i've probably got two bits one from a leadership perspective which would be to be yourself i think throughout my whole career people have always said that to me um it creates a much more authentic leadership style and you know, trust the system because this is what the firm really wants. It wants to see the real you. And then from a parenting perspective, um, I was lucky enough last year to um, organise a podcast with uh, Sarah Davies um, from Dragon's Den. And I was asking her some questions around um, being a working mum. And one of the answers she gave really stuck with me and I've tried to kind of put that into practice she talked about being present in the moment so you know when you are at work you are at work and you know try and make the distinction and equally when you're at home running a bath for the kids like don't have your work phone in your hand and trying to be doing emails at the same time because actually although you're physically there you're not actually present with them and so I think that has enabled me to have better quality time with my children on an evening um, than I was probably doing before so it, it has made a big difference. I think that second piece of advice from is really valid for everyone, isn't it? Mm, <laughs> that yeah, actually definitely. sometimes at home we are checking our work emails yeah, and sometimes here. Yeah. There's a, there's yeah. I think that's a really good piece of advice yeah, generally. Because you're constantly trying to balance everything, aren't you? Not not just children, yeah. kind of family, friends and I think just taking the time to be in the moment with the, the small pieces of time you, you yeah. do carve out is less really chance helpful. of dropping the phone in the bath as well, I guess. Yes, we don't have definitely. it there. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure is happening to some people. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris, what about you? Yeah, I was probably going to echo what, what you said around um, making the time because it's really easy just to get that last email and you think, yeah, I'll, I'll just do that one last email and I'll send it off and then that'll be done. But while you're doing that, another one's come in or something's happened that has taken your focus off and actually you then don't finish the email. So you've wasted your time there anyway, but also you've got your children that are sat there looking for your time. And I, I for me, it's just... I don't want them to see the reflection of you've got to be working all the time. It's not healthy to do. Um, so, yeah, very much what Victoria said. Um, for me, it's about you only get one chance at this. Once they're older, and I've listened to a lot of people around me that said exactly the same thing, is you get this really small time frame. Once you've missed it, you can't get it back, and that's the difference. Um, so I think for me, it's just make sure that you're in the moment. Um, and I'm super jealous as well. Um, Victoria, that you got to to speak to a, a dragon. Or so. <laughs> <laughs> for me, I was super jealous. But yeah, I think for me, it's don't miss a moment. Um, don't that last email is not going to make a, a huge difference to you, but it will make a significant impact on your children around you. Um, That's think, a really good point, I think. And you know, that whole thing around you do only get this opportunity mm-hmm. once, and it's mm-hmm. the balance between being present for them, but also inspiring them, and you know showing them that you can have a job that you love and you get to do lots of amazing things at it at the same time as you know being there for them absolutely absolutely and i think we also um we we all focus really heavily on um like performance and perfection and we've got to do things and everything needs to be done but actually it's okay not to sometimes um you know um i've (laughs) i've had my son 
turn up at school with two odd socks on in the past. <laughs> it's just, do you know what? For that morning, we did our best. We did absolutely we, everything we could possibly do, but we ended up with odd socks on. That was just the end of the day. So I think for us, it's kind of, you know, don't always strive for that, for that perfection all the time. You don't need to. Um, and I think there was a quote I got from um, Sean Maywood, who's uh, one of our mental health leads uh, at the firm, um, and actually come off the back of the webinar that we had the other week, was that um, you're only as happy as your most uh, your unhappiest child. And I think for me that really resonated because you need to, if you, if you don't know, if you're not in the moment and you don't know how they're feeling, um, it's not going to do anybody any favours, So especially your children. So brilliant thank you so much both i hope our listeners have enjoyed this podcast as much as i've really enjoyed being involved in it some absolutely fantastic advice and lots of um lots of nodding in agreement between the two of you on some ways and means to kind of balance work life and home life so thank you both so much for joining today um, in the meantime, if you um, would like to listen back to the fantastic season one and season two, then please head over to um, Spotify, Apple Music or type in the browser Let's Chat Careers Advice. Um, and if you're interested in exploring um, careers at PwC, head over to the website pwc.co.uk forward slash careers. Thanks so much for joining. See you all soon.